Good morning. Happy Friday to everyone. Welcome back to another exciting episode of Maker That Money right here live 9 a.m. Pacific on the YouTubes. Or if you're listening back on any pad podcast platform, we are on all of those. Um, and again, if you're discovering us on the podcast side, I know you hear us, our lovely voices and audio and stuff, but we do record this show live. We welcome you to come on to YouTube. You can interact via our live chat. We also have a call in uh link above for people that are brave enough to uh get on the old maker that money hotline and chat with us that way today i am super excited to welcome our guest mr adrian lubin but you know him as mars gizmo on all the things adrian welcome to the podcast how are you my friend good to see you again hello everyone good morning good afternoon good evening so it's uh <laughs> It's a pleasure to and, be here, first and of all. And tell us where you're coming from, first of all, for those that, who, who don't know. Yes, I'm, uh, so I'm right now living in Germany. Uh, I'm coming originally from Romania, but I'm living in Germany since the past six years, something like that. Wow. And, so. and for those who are new and haven't heard of Mar Mars Gizmo before, he is a, a, an influencer. He happens to run the largest YouTube, I believe, by, by number of following, uh, largest YouTube channel uh, specifically to 3D printing on YouTube, which is incredible. And you got there very quickly. You kind of just came yeah. on the scene out of nowhere, man. And yeah. we're going to get into that. Uh, give me a second though. We got to welcome Andrew too. Andrew, my, my trusty <laughs> side, my sidekick, my partner in crime. I can't, I, you're not my sidekick. I'm your sidekick really, Andrew, but. Oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> welcome. How are you this week, my friend? And, uh. I'm well, yeah. I'm tired, but you know, uh, here it's the end of the week. I can't believe it just flew by, but Andrew here we are. <laughs> has been going through some explosive growth himself uh, which we are very proud of and, and uh, as well yes. deserved. Uh, everybody needs that that sweet, sweet gloop that he uh, he sells. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. Uh, not sponsored, but well, I guess <laughs> inherently we are sponsored. I don't know. Whatever. Um, anyway, the subject uh, we are going to get into today, we're going to talk about engagement. We're going to talk about the, uh, the influencer, the content side of... of um, you know, maker, maker life, making money as a, is a influencer, as a content creator, which we've, we've had other guests on talking about the same. There's a ton of different ways as a maker, you can make money, obviously. And this being the podcast where we talk about turning your hobby into your jobby, Adrian, we're very interested to hear your perspective on your origin story on how you got your start and how, you know, at the point you went from something you were doing from fun to full-time, this is your job. You are an official, you are an SRL, which as I understand is like an LLC here, uh, but yeah, the Romanian yeah. equivalent. Okay. It's, it's not my, I have to, I have to um, correct that. It's not my full-time job. I still work as a consultant for a very big oh, company. Let me ask you this though. Could it be your full-time job? Uh, if yes yeah so so that's a that's a by choice okay. thing because I, I remember <laughs> having this conversation with uh stefan from cnc kitchen too i think there's a number of people that and there's no nothing wrong with doing that hold on to a lot of, of that business mm -hmm. connection and stuff because one they want some diversity in what they do mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. stuff like that but but uh thank you for correcting the record on that so it's not your full-time job but it could be uh and yes. you do consulting as well so tell us about that really yes. quick so i'm doing consulting for a Pretty huge company. I cannot 
say too much about that, but um, consultancy for, let's say, um, uh, MES environment, so manufacturing execution system, so big robots, production line. Um, you can imagine, let's make something uh, similar, like the, test, the Tesla production line. It's not Tesla, it's something else. Okay. Uh, but mm. Tesla production line, like control uh, all the softwares which are controlling the robots and all that good stuff. Something, oh, uh, wow. a company so that a lot of challenges we've probably yeah. heard of, but you can't tell us who it is. Yeah, <laughs> got I it. I mean, it's it's kind of public information, so pe people who are interested they can search for that. So well, there you go. Do your research, everybody. Oh, we have a we have a uh, a guest in the chat that that wanted to reach out and say hi to you. Uh, his name is Joseph Prusa. You may have heard of him. He says oh, hello, Joe. Says, uh, hey. hey Joe. Hey Joe. Hi, back. Hey Britt. Hey Mike. Hey Adam from Powerbelt 3D. Grant at 3D Musketeers. Good to see some familiar faces. Courtney, uh, welcome. Hi Courtney. Yeah, we love Courtney. We got to spend some time with Courtney yeah. in uh, in Germany at Formnext last uh, November, and Joe as well. Uh, a couple of people yes. in the in the chat, so that, that was awesome. All right, uh, so to start things off, Adrian, I didn't warn you about this ahead of time, but we <laughs> always like to start the podcast with wins for the week. So we want to talk about something good that has happened to you this week that you are willing to share with everyone out there and if you want to think about that for a second i'm gonna put andrew on the hot seat first and make him go oh boy and he's got an easy one because you know he's got like record i probably broke last week's record again am i just gonna guess it yeah you, yeah. you, you already got it we yeah. broke last week's record again yeah. so you know, sales record hockey stick that's amazing <laughs> Uh, yeah. th that's, that's fantastic. My win for the week was a little R and R downtime. I was at a comic con with a lot of good friends up in, um, in Seattle area, Pacific Northwest. Uh, we went to the Emerald city comic con. Uh, I got to stay with my good, good friend and just amazing human being, uh, Amy, uh, Dansby, you know, or as Amy Double D on, uh, all the things, um, she inspired me we to do my videos first cosplay ever uh which i was oh, a little uh, unsure about you know i'm like okay i'm a grown-ass man uh, dressing up here but <laughs> but you know what it was amazing uh that far more people were uh into taking photos than i thought and um it was just so so rewarding to the soul to have a little bit of downtime and uh spend good time with good friends i got to go see uh punish props place i got to go hang with sophie wong who's a very talented designer i got to wear a spacesuit sophie wong's been designing That's a spacesuit awesome. for a film and i got to be the first one to model it which was like blew my mind i was just oh, like giggling cool. the entire time and man if you could just see the amount of attention i i don't have that attention to detail like i'm a broad strokes maker like sophie is a very detail-oriented person and it was so so awesome to see that. So that that was mine. But and uh, Adrian, it's your turn now. What's mine. something awesome that <clears throat> happened to you this week? I think it's my uh, studio remodeling. Mm. Definitely Ooh. this one. Oh yeah, I was kind of forced because uh, my windows got replaced by my landlord recently, ah. um, and I was kind of forced because all my my entire house you can imagine was upside down, and I oh, used yeah. that excuse to make some changes in my studio which will come up soon on the channel oh nice good so is is this background a new background for you or is it maybe mm, i'm just seeing no, it from a different I think angle this is, the old, this is still the like the 
Yeah, so you have a, background. a blurry ficus behind you right now. Yeah, yeah behind the camera is actually what's what will be oh, different. Oh, okay. <laughs> Teasing things to come. Well, yes. um, so let's let's start a little bit with your background for the Mars Gizmo channel and the origin story. And like I, mm -hmm. I led at the top, like you came on this scene pretty quickly. I remember, um, you know, only last year seeing like. I, I don't think I I discovered you until you had already reached a million subs, you know. And then I was like, "Who is this guy? Million subs already!" And and uh, the channel was so young. Tell us about your journey and the planning and what you did to get there. Origin story. Mm -hmm. We love it. Yeah. <clears throat> um, as a teaser, I think I went to from zero to one million on YouTube in five months, if I remember oh, correctly, wow. something like that. <laughs> That's explosive growth. Five months. Yeah. <laughs> Zero to a million wow. in five months. You should be yeah. you should be doing like speaking engagements, telling your story like Gary Vaynerchuk does, or you know any of those. Uh, that's it's, that's success yeah. like on a level that most people don't see. Yeah. Ever. Um. Yeah. So <laughs> was was a crazy journey. Yeah. So how how everything started also with 3D printing. Um. My background is in electronics first of all. Okay. I've been playing with electronics since I was like. Mm, I think in my fifth grade, I had like a private teacher. Um, and then uh, from that point, it was like going up like crazy, playing with microcontrollers, programming microcontrollers, designing my own PCB boards, making them at home oh, wow. with very high <laughs> precision and all all those kind, all those nice stuff. Mm. Um, then I was making a lot of projects surrounding electronics. Um, Long story short, not to spend too much time on my history, on the <laughs> early beginnings of my history, um, I think three, four years ago, something like that, um, because I was also interested in, I was making my small electronics projects on the side, um, and I wanted to make cases and different modes for them. And I was interested in 3D printing since like two years ahead of uh, that point. Mm. Um, and then at some point I, I pulled the trigger and I said, okay, let's go into 3D printing, me and my brother as well. Mihai, so shout out Mihai, he's in the chat. Yeah, hi Mihai. I cannot, oh, I, I have the chat here. Okay, but I will have a look on, nice. on the chat later on. Um, so me and Mihai went through into 3D printing, um, which was uh, started like a, an, an amazing journey for us. Mm -hmm. um, then we were like both of us, um, we were passionate about filmmaking. And, and me personally, I was, I was a huge fan of Casey Neistat mm -hmm. uh, back in the day. So I was like preparing since many years ago, like let's make a YouTube channel, let's, let film, let's film myself, let's make some videos about different projects, about my, what I'm studying, so on and so forth. But I never did anything for many, many years. I, I was only studying which I highly not recommend to do. <laughs> so um, when I started into 3D printing, I've got, of course, uh, a Prusa Mark III, it was at that point. Mm -hmm. um, amazing printer. Um, I started this journey and then slowly, I, I, I think TikTok came into the picture in the early beginnings of TikTok. Um, I was pretty intrigued by TikTok because of Gary, Gary V, Gary Vaynerchuk. Mm -hmm. So he was always praising in the first years, like, go on TikTok, publish 10 pieces of content each and every single day. And I was like following Gary for, I think, almost one year without 
taking any action. Okay. After one year, following Gary, and finally I said, okay, let's let's do something about that. And I started my TikTok journey. Um, I was posting daily for, I think, one year, every single day, one video. Okay. And it was one small project regarding 3D printing. I was taking like a design or designing my own things, filming that, editing that, posting that. And when you say small, with they've all been short form, all like 60 yes. seconds yes. or less, 60, 30 seconds, yeah. some, some of them. Yeah. Okay. So Gary was explaining this, and I highly recommend to have a look into it. It's still not late. <laughs> you're not you're never late to the game mm. uh, but this short form content like vertical videos less mm -hmm. than one minute mm -hmm. um at that point it was they were like 15 seconds uh long maximum mm -hmm. oh, wow. um, yeah so <clears throat> i highly recommend to 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 get into this right now because that gave me um a perspective how to get a story a storyline mm -hmm. and tell it in like 15 seconds yeah strip it down to 15 seconds and my first videos were like i was shooting for like five minutes or something like that with a phone yeah and i'm while editing i was like okay what am i doing with five minutes of, of footage like i have 15 seconds right right and yeah so that that journey i i think it took me like three to four months roughly posting yeah. daily to get the experience how to emphasize on one single idea in one video so you uh, you touch on two interesting things like and you've been an inspiration to me you've been coaching me we've been talking for for months now about likewise about because. stuff and uh i gotta tell you um it is not easy to as one that struggles with brevity from the jump, <laughs> uh, it is not easy to distill down to even 60 seconds for me, never mind 30 mm -hmm. seconds or 15 seconds. I was going to say five minutes to 15 seconds. It seems so impossible. That, that's just like an infinite more amount of content. But what, what, you, what you're drilling in on is really interesting to me and I think really important. Uh, the... The storytelling component of what we do and the, the identifying, like, how do I give just the little, just enough, just enough nugget mm -hmm. so that I, I can keep somebody's, you know, interest and I can always do another one, right? Like mm -hmm. we can break it out. We can make it into digestible chunks. And so your storytelling can happen over time in a different way than yep. what we've, we're used to seeing in long-form YouTube content. You know, TikTok yep. really kind of put that front and center for everyone. And in a yep. way, I don't know, Andrew, what your feels are about this, but I remember at first when that came out, I'm like, man, this just like represents the worst in human attention span. <laughs> yes. Right? Yep. Where it's just like... <laughs> We can't even focus on anything for more than, you know, 15 seconds to 30 seconds at a time before we're on to the next. So like the constant mm -hmm. channel flipping or, you know, dial turning, whatnot. Mm -hmm. So, Adrian, mm -hmm. it sounds like you've learned to just like, okay, we got to lean into this, right? Mm -hmm. But how do yep. I do it effectively? You know, And I'm sure you've learned a lot over the course. If you were to look at your videos that you first did and what you do now, oh, yeah. it probably feels like just light years different. Yeah? Yes. Yeah, true. Yeah. Um. TikTok taught me how to how to how to tell better, better stories yeah. in the end. Yeah. How to um, grab attention of the audience, um, and also how to film way more efficient. Because when you make videos, like learning how to make short form content intriguing, um, it will also give you the experience how to make long form content very appealing. 
because you'll follow mm -hmm. the same process and you're not oh, overshooting because that's the biggest problem. You're always like overshooting. Let's make a project and you end up mm -hmm. having like one hour of footage. Okay, and now what? <laughs> and then what do you do with it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, that's that's always um, been the worst part of creating content for me is yeah. I actually used to love making videos and editing videos, but I had a lot more time. And mm -hmm. so the the most time consuming component of a lot of content creation in long form is actually having to wade through all of that footage. And I was the guy that had like 15 takes of the same thing and I was trying to find the best one and then I had I go reshoot something and I did, I don't have time for that anymore. So in a way this this kind of enables us to uh, optimize mm -hmm. more. Yes. And and to that I would say you just have to give it time. Uh, you just have to continue posting in your case because it's the only way you can learn how to do that, how to become more efficient and more effective mm -hmm. in, in your mm -hmm. making video making production. Yeah. Um it's I can give you like videos, I can I can we can have like common sessions, I can teach you exactly step by step how to do that, but unless you're taking action on your side, yeah, you will never learn. Just do it. It's like yes. you got Joel loves to say it like you have a starting problem. And I do because I get in my own head. And so it's like once I got started, I was like, oh, this isn't so bad. It's like anything mm -hmm. in business. You have yeah. to prove to yourself mm -hmm. that it's not that bad, that it's you're you're making a mountain out of a molehill and just, mm -hmm. you know, do it. Andrew, I want to ask you something really quick. What what is what is your I know you haven't done a whole lot of content yet. Mm -hmm. I know you want to. I don't know if it's it, it, you yes. or if the you want other people. I mean, we have all of our goals and ambitions and stuff like that. And as a mm -hmm. as a business owner, that you're trying to you're literally like the guy that makes the glue, packs the glue, ships the glue. I mean, you don't have any more hats to wear. Uh, yeah, you know. And so creating content feels like an ominous thing, but it, it is that is sales and marketing in this day and age. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. and you're lucky enough that you've built reputation from trade shows and other stuff. I can only imagine mm -hmm. how explosive, because you're only scratching the surface on content. You almost well, like don't want that much success, I think, that if you were to just <laughs> blow up online I as mean, well. I mean, I guess, you know... It, well, with with any business, right? You know, you're you're in business, hopefully, to grow. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, and and in our case, I do think like with our products, we could see a lot more explosive growth if we actually invested in putting a little bit of you know time and energy into creating either some short form content or you know videos or, or like showing off cool projects. Um, what we see today is like you know from our analytics like people share their projects that are working on on tiktok and they're like oh yeah how'd you do that and someone's like oh yeah use this mm -hmm. and it's just you we can see the sales come in and it's like we've got to figure out a better way to capitalize on this oh, you know as a business and like yeah. figure out how to actually promote this and you know the problem with with where we are right now is we're in this like no man's land where we're experiencing this explosive growth in this yeah. just literally the past couple of months where it's a problem because because we actually can't keep up with demand anymore. Right. And, you know, it, it's, it, we want to do it. I, I have so many ideas and so many things, but I, I you know, I think I'm, I'm plagued just like with you, like starting, it's like, how do I even just get started? And then two, like, how do I find the time to work it in? Because, you know, as Adrian would say, it's like, I could go and film something. We've done that where it's like yeah. five, 10, 15 minutes. And it's like, now what do we do? How do we, how do we shrink it down? Yeah. So, 
it's it's a it's a real problem and it's interesting because adrian you're coming from the content creator side and now you're Mm -hmm. starting to look at product and some other stuff as a as a means of expansion and stuff like that Mm -hmm. we are coming kind of from the other side where it's like we have a company and a brand and now we're like okay how do we leverage this to good effect and so i'm always fascinated in talking to people coming from the other side i would argue and I've talked to Clayton about this. I've talked to Joel about this, that like, if you have an audience to start with, you can sell anything like that. Yes. That is such mm-hmm. a huge advantage to like building an audience first. And then, and we've seen it time and time again, you know, like top tier YouTubers over time, it's like professional sports, like athletes, isn't it statistically like athletes will make far more money in endorsements and things like that over mm-hmm. time than they ever do get yep. paid from the sport. Right. Yeah. And so the smart ones are finding a way to to, you know, use their fame in a, in a way to, um, you know, leverage product. And so it doesn't mean that you necessarily have to do it. If you have the audience and you can sell and monetize and then you can hire people to do some of the things you don't want to do, that's a win. Mm-hmm. It's tough. Yeah. It's it's tough coming from the bootstrap side where we're already doing mm-hmm. all the things we have limited amount of time. And then to add something else to the plate just feels just like a massive weight. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. I go- totally get that. But, yeah. um, and also, mm, the reason why I wanted to start with this, um, even before my interest in making videos, was to make products. Because I was making this in the past, like on a hobby level, I would say. Um, and I was always fascinated like in making your own product, developing your own product, selling that, like the entire distribution mm manufacturing distribution pipeline. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. And then I realized how powerful it is to have marketing. And then I was studying marketing. And the reason why I went into like on all social media is because of that. Yeah. Um, Yeah. My my, my main trigger wasn't like just to make videos was never that was in my interest, like into making businesses. And in this, is, in this direction, this is Adrian's That's Trojan cool. horse into your yeah. into your life, right? So he's like, "Hey, I'm here now. Oh, by the way, while I'm here, would you like to buy this? Would you like to buy yep. this?" Very smart. Well, that's a, that's it's a really interesting approach because you, you know it's it's he's exactly right. Like when it comes down to marketing, the the relationship that you know an influencer can build with their user base massive. is incredible, and it's massive. And then as that user base grows, you now have essentially a platform that that you can distribute really cool, innovative products or, or whatever it might be that you're doing directly to those, you know, mm-hmm. individuals. And then they yep. can then use that word of mouth and it help you expand. Like it's incredible. So, so Andrew, <laughs> you know, how I've said in, in past episodes that you, you don't, that, that anybody that's trying to build a business, like when you're looking mm-hmm. at the sales and marketing side, you don't have a sales problem. You have an awareness problem. Yep. Right. Yep. There is mm-hmm. so much noise. There is so many entities out on social media and the internet and all this stuff that just being in the conversation, being in front of people is mm-hmm. being top of mind. We see it every time, every time a new piece of content releases that reminds people, Oh my gosh, I wanted to get that thing from Repcord. I'm going to go do that. Right. It's mm-hmm. just staying front and center, doing these collaborations, being on other people's YouTube. Like that's, <clears throat> I want to make sure we talk about this, not just right now, but like collaboration and working with others and building everyone up. That whole notion of a rising tide lifts all benches, as I like to say, mm-hmm. is so powerful, <laughs> so powerful. We, people talk about the 3D printing community, the maker community, 
you know, all the time. But I don't think people really realize the power of that network when wielded effectively. And not everybody can do yes. that, right? Mm -hmm. So... Um, listen, we've got a question in the chat that I want to get to. Vast CNC, Adrian, wants to hear more about your recording setup. So I know a lot of people are in awe of just mm -hmm. like how pro everything that you do looks. <laughs> and I know that that's a result of a lot of your studying. And, and there's a mindfulness to it as well. There's some social engineering happening here uh, that I think a lot of people don't even realize. And I, I just geek out on the data that you've collected and learned over the years about just what's in the background, how you light things, what the audio sounds like, all of that. Can you give us some some tip? The plant, the plant that <laughs> I'm glad you have extras because I was worried Noob had stolen all your plants uh, for his set. Yeah. So <clears throat> before before I was going into like before my interest was raised into making videos, I was studying psychology as a hobby. Oh. Because um, I had my, like many challenges in my my past uh, my past uh, job, and I was working with many people on a daily basis, and I have a lot of challenges. Like you can imagine, like a big production facility, mm -hmm. like every single day something super bad was going on. Okay, <laughs> and you sure. have to fix it right now. So um, I had to study. I wanted to study. I was always intrigued by how to um, discuss with people, how to convince people to take a different direction, uh -huh. um, how to calm down angry people, and so on and so forth. Uh, that gave me a lot of perspective how to make better videos in the end, mm -hmm. because I started to understand the basic human behavior and reactions. Um, and many, many of these rules, I mean, I can make a simple list i mean you can watch tutorials how to make a nice video something like that like a, a setup mm -hmm. <clears throat> and most of them are based on uh, pure um, basic human psychology so once you understand that then it's very easy to make choices and decisions in your filming setup and it's very easy to be flexible and and have something unique for yourself yeah <clears throat> but to answer specific to the question um i'll be sharing more of my filming studio, I think in the next two or three months, something yeah. like that. Uh, my plan is to make some a, a very simple to use uh, video course for how to make how to shoot videos. <clears throat> I will also make some like free sessions, of course, for people. You don't have to necessarily pay for that, but if you want to understand much more, then you you need a bit more information behind yeah. sure. because it's it's one way for me to say okay. These are the rules. Just follow this process. Um, you can try to do that, uh, but then you'll get stuck very quickly. Yeah, and it's I've seen and that it's so and many it's times changing. I mean, when yes. we mm -hmm. so first of all, guys, I know a lot of people talk about like oh, oh, you know, get my book, get my you know video series or whatever. This is a common way to monetize like knowledge, mm -hmm. but. I can tell you firsthand, having had many conversations with Adrian and knowing his background and how much he's studied and what he has shared with me already, like it, it really, really helps. So having somebody that distills that information into a package for you when done right, mm -hmm. you know, I don't look at Adrian as like a used car salesman. I know he is a data centric individual and like him, I don't think a lot of people know this, but I mean, I have a psychology minor uh, as well. So studying the human condition and getting data in that mm -hmm. way, like will serve you. I know we look at like kind of the, the, the social sciences as a lot of people look at that as like not the same, 
level of degree as like an engineer or something like that. But like in mm-hmm. a way it, it sets you up for human interaction and, and it is really an amazing thing to have for business as well. Uh, because it, like uh, Grant saying in the chat, a lot of times it's not what you know, it's who you know, it's those connections that you make that yep. open doors mm-hmm. for you. So yep. anyway, uh, I can't wait to see what you come out with there. And I guarantee you like I'll be one of the first, you know, subscribers. Uh, <laughs> it's, you know, worth every penny. Um, but go, maybe you can give us some little tidbits, little teasers from mm-hmm. uh, things that you've seen. And then, and talk about uh, also, if you will, how things have changed and the focus. I know a lot of people are thinking about, Oh, it's important when I post and, and mm-hmm. you know what I am hashtagging. Like yeah, they get kind yeah. of bogged down in some of the minutia more than they should. <clears throat> Yes, uh, there's only one important single rule. What's that? Which is applicable on all social media platforms. Uh, just to post content and to document document your process. So make, do, docu- document your journey, if possible, every single day or maybe once a week, something like that, instead of creating videos, just document. Because this will take the pressure off your shoulders and it will mm. give you the time to get the experience. I like time. that. I like that. Because if you're, I'm, I'm yeah. just coming to, to uh, I have, have um, spoken to so many people uh, in the past, like from like business owners to um, friends, which were like, hey, I want also to start my own journey in social media and so on and so forth. And I was uh, giving the right, the, the, the recipe, like from start to the end. Yep. Every single mm-hmm. step, what you have to do, what camera gear you have to use and um, these kind of things. Yep. What, I, what I've seen that, it's it's becoming like within the first days it's becoming super stressful for most of the people right they are like okay i have to follow mm-hmm. all these rules and then like they they lose they, they start press the record button on the camera and they will look like something like uh okay now what i'm saying um yes uh <laughs> <laughs> it's it's <laughs> yeah and it's it's very frustrating for them and and um what i'm recommending now and why i think it's very important because you can go on the web and you have access to so many free online content and courses and how to make so your much. filming so studio shoot and so it's on it's overwhelming almost there's exactly. so much of yeah. it right so what mm-hmm. i'm what i'm starting and i was doing this with with um some people already uh, pretty successful i would say um without with zero experience so you're sitting at home right now you're watching us like hey i have this idea I'm I'm a big fan of um, coffee, let's say, or something else. Cheers to that. Uh, cheers <laughs> to that. So you like coffee and you like to share your own like findings and learnings and so on. Um, the first thing is you have to realize you don't have to be an expert to make videos and to tell people, um, let's say, your lear- learnings and, and tips and tricks and mm. stuff like that. Yeah. You just have to share your journey. Just... And this is what I recommend. Just pick up a, your phone. Doesn't matter if it's like five-year-old phone. I was using a very old phone in the beginning. Um, pick up your phone and start recording yourself. That's it. You don't need fancy cameras. You don't need fancy gear. You don't need anything else. Just pick up your phone. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. This, um, If you're focusing on gear, you lose the focus on storytelling, which yeah. is the far mm. more important Absolutely. thing. Absolutely. Um, so pick up your phone, just record yourself, post yourself, and then every single day or every single week, um, watch your videos. And this is the actually the process how you learn and get experience. It's not like mm. filming yourself and then you're sitting the next day uh, try to editing, uh, try to do some editing, and they're like, oh, I don't like myself. 
it doesn't matter. It just pause that video. And this is how you learn over time. Because if you're just holding on, on videos after video after video, you'll never post. Right. I did that for like two years. And then, just banking and it, videos. So exactly. Yeah. You, you touched upon some, and it, it sounds so remarkably obvious when you, you distill it down to that. But first of all, I have a question for everybody in the chat. Chime in here uh, with your answer. How many of you guys journal or did journal at some point in your life? Just writing down like your daily thing. Maybe it was a vlog. We talked about vlogging. Mm -hmm. We've talked. About, we've seen it in a lot of different forms. Some people like to blog. They're more written form. Some people actually still have a scratch pad, right? And they just write down stuff. Mm -hmm. The value of that, uh, as somebody who's done it in multiple forms, and looking back on that. So if you if you flip the script in your head, and you say even if nobody watches these videos, like, yes, I can post it publicly, but there is value in me telling my story, whether it's your kids looking back and understanding who you are and what you were doing at some point, you remembering where you were at certain points in time. It's, it's valuable for multiple things. And like Adrian says, it's giving you practice. It's giving you exposure. Mm -hmm. It's, 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 teaching you things about yourself that you might not have thought you might find like, Hey, I'm actually really enjoying this. Maybe I want to get into more public speaking or, you know, th mm. there is, there's so much more value beyond just the, the subscriber numbers and all this stuff. Mitch in the comments yeah. was saying, you know, he likes TikTok. It's easier because he can do it, get it done, but he only gets dozens of views. So I think a lot of people say that, and then that can feel disheartening. But the truth is, like you're saying, it's about consistency. It starts with dozens of views. Yes. And you never know when something's going to hit and then people go through your back catalog and they go, hey, this guy's really got some good stuff here. And they're not all mm -hmm. going to be bangers. But, but uh, I would add to that. Consistent. Go yeah, ahead. I, I would add to that. Like it's, it's, I think it's um, better and safer for mind health um, to start slow. Yeah, uh, because if you're going viral very quickly, I've seen so many people. You go viral, one mm -hmm. one video goes viral, yeah. and then like you're get uh, you're super enthusiastic about that, yeah. and then your expectation is very high for the next you're chasing, upcoming video. You're chasing the high. We call exactly. it lightning then, in a bottle. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. The next yeah. ones will be usually they're pretty low. Yeah, and that's that will make you stop making videos in the end. Mm -hmm. I have seen mm -hmm. I have seen this so many times. Yeah, so. so uh, Thinking of it as like a mental hack then, like in a lot of ways, we have to like trick ourselves into getting started on stuff, right? Yeah. So if you convince mm -hmm. yourself of value outside of the traditional, you know, viewer metrics and all that stuff and just be like, there is personal value. That's how our podcast got started. Adrian, I don't know if you knew that. Like Andrew mm -hmm. and I were just talking on the phone. We really valued that. And we're like, let's just record it. Maybe other people will find this interesting too. And here we are yep. 50, we're on our Perfect. 50th episode. So we yep. must be doing mm -hmm. something right. Or, or even if nobody watched, I don't care. I, I, I'm loving every every bit of it. Um, yeah. What other what other tips? I know I know the question was like, tell us about your set and all that stuff. But your mm -hmm. message about like, don't get too hung up on those details at first. You can always layer those things in, yeah, over time. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I would say it's useful. So of of course you have to start, but um, just focus on using your phone. And over time, you'll learn, um, I would say the first like one or two months, it, they are very critical for you to understand if you like to have this process or not. Because it's not something that it's very easy to do or it's super fun all the time. So you really need to be passionate about like sharing your experience. 
you 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 don't have to be passionate about making like super fancy cinematic videos yeah. you will never do that in the beginning it's not possible right um but you have to enjoy the process if because if you're not enjoying the process you'll stop i can guarantee that yes um so mm -hmm. just start making some videos okay focus on imagine yourself like holding the phone and imagine you're having a conversation with your best friend so this is my my um, my usually what i recommend to anybody who's asking me try picture yourself on the other side of the phone and have a conversation with him record that mm. pause that um do not do any kind of editing just click record start record saying something like for half a minute one minute <clears throat> some something like that and press publish great advice um, oh, yeah. focus on one single platform i highly recommend tiktok um um because that will give you the best um learnings um, amongst most of the platforms mm. so focusing on tiktok for like one month or two months and then also consuming a bit of content to um, into the topics that you like mm. similar things for example you're a coffee fan um search for like coffee like how to prepare an espresso things like that okay search a bit mm -hmm. and and by searching that the algorithm will show you uh the videos which are performing great so this way you will learn how to adjust your style. You don't have to copy other people. You can try to like steal here and there and it's not a problem because in the end you cannot mm -hmm. copy one to one. You will have your own um, Yeah. Exactly. Mm -hmm. okay. Yeah. But th um, that's interesting and and it's come up a lot like we are all kind of derivative creating derivative work of the things that influence us in our lives and that's perfectly reasonable and expected right like you should have your own voice but i that's really good i didn't even think about doing a search i, I i've mm -hmm. done a ton of web work and so one of the first things i always tell people when they're like all hung up on seo is imagine you're you know you're the one looking for your product what are you typing into the search box and then figure out how to make your content reflect what people are looking for and you'd be surprised how many people are like Duh. Like, of course you would do that. Why wouldn't you do the <laughs> same thing for this? That makes total sense. Um, yeah. I, I would say one one other remark. It, you have to understand. So long-form content, you have it on one side. Yep. Has been here for many years. And yeah. then we have this mm -hmm. short-form content, right. which is spreading like crazy everywhere. Right. Um, this is like subscription-based. The long-form one is subscription-based. Yes. And following-based. Yes. The short one is interest-based. So interest base is like you start from scratch, you have zero followers or subscribers. Um, you want to talk about coffee, it will be displayed to coffee fans, coffee enthusiasts. doesn't matter if you have zero followers or 10,000. really doesn't matter. If you have 10,000 um, um, subscribers, for instance, or followers, and you make a, let's say, not so interesting video, yeah. you, you will not get views. That's simple as that. Is it, if you're is it making... really that egalitarian with its algorithm currently? I mean, I would think it, it, it would favor not... more longstanding people the way that any other algorithm does. We're talking about TikTok specifically here, yeah? Um, it's, it's very similar as well on YouTube Shorts because YouTube mm. Shorts algorithm is totally different than normal YouTube algorithm. Right. Mm -hmm. um, it's the same with Instagram Reels, Facebook Reels, Pinterest, Instapins, mm. more or less. Uh, all of them are interest uh, based. So I, I would say I have seen, based. I mean, with also with my own videos, I was like making like kind of boring videos, kind of intentionally posting them just to see what, 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 <laughs> what are the stats afterwards? I love it. Just data yeah. collecting. A -B, yeah. It's almost like you're AB testing 
just with your own content in real time. I love that. <laughs> I was. I was. Yeah. Wow. Um, I, I so, like that. Intra I hadn't heard that terminology before, too, like interest-based versus subscriber-based. So, like, it mm -hmm. can put you on the scene. But doesn't isn't the downside of that, Adrian, that it, like, can potentially create more of that lightning-in-a-bottle mentality where it's, like, you can very easily blow up. And yes. now, all of a sudden, the burden of, like releasing a second mm -hmm. hit it becomes massive reason. for people right like you can't yes. mm -hmm. so you have to yep. really disconnect from the the metric like in some ways like in terms of like yep. it, it was successful for me now and i might not have have another banger for months and months and months if ever you know and that's okay yep. mm -hmm. and this is a point that um it's very hard to explain to people that so so they can understand um I mean, it's easy for to, to understand knowing a bit of psychology, but it's very hard to understand and to, to make people understand that this is this is extremely important. The um, mental health is very important because I have seen also many people like blowing up, like you were saying. Yeah. Mm -hmm. After not doing well for one or two months, they yeah. stopped everything. Right. And I, mm. I mean, myself, I experienced uh, not mental mental health issues, but I experienced this like I have seen this like. A lot of views, lower views, uh, and so on and mm -hmm. so forth. Ups and downs. Um, yeah, a, a lot of up, ups and downs. Um, it was never affecting me that, but but I was I was coming with like many many years of studying psychology and so on and so forth, and a lot of interactions, um, and and that those were helping me a lot to be able mm -hmm. to overcome these issues. Um, so I would say the most important thing when you if you want to post something, it's either you're a business owner or you're just a creator. You just want to have fun making videos, publishing videos. Focus on the journey, not on the stats, not on the views, the number of views, the number of followers, the number of subscribers. That's it really, it's, it's even these days with short for content, it doesn't matter anymore how many followers or subscribers you have. It matters mm -hmm. for marketing purposes making deals with other businesses but this is like very like on another level it's not when mm -hmm. when you start so what's interesting about this to me is that that's a, that's a very much easier said than done and i think it depends on what your goals are mm -hmm. i think some of the yeah. most successful people are the ones that are on there doing it for fun that don't care if it mm -hmm. if it hits or not um but as a business podcast and talking about that if you're talking about being an influencer and doing this for a living like mm -hmm. that matters right like it, you're you're lucky that you can afford to like have the perspective like it doesn't matter if it's good like i'm looking at the long game the long term yes game mm -hmm. not everybody has that and and i think this is where some sensibility of what your goals are what's going to be sustainable like what don't just like have have this lightning of a bottle uh, uh, banger vid and then all of a sudden just like quit your day job and go full time like I think oh, there's no, a no, number no. but <laughs> I know I know that sounds silly guys but mm -hmm. I feel like a number of people have fallen into that trap because they just like this yeah. is I, I, I've done it I've hit it big and the truth is mm -hmm. this type of content this is a very what have you done for me lately thing mm -hmm. and so mm -hmm. your current performance does not indicate any future necessarily yeah. and and a lot of times it's not even you're going to be trying to figure out what it was that hooked it could be just luck of the draw being in the right place at the right time having the right people you know retweet you or mm -hmm. repost you or whatever um and you may never get back there 
So yeah, yeah. as a business guy, what mm-hmm. advice do you have for people to avoid falling into that trap? Like, cause you're going to need to be paying your bills and all this other stuff. Is this like, does this have to be a side hustle for a, like a long, long time? And what, what are the indicators to you that suggest that it's sustainable for long term? Um, depend depends how you want to use it for your business. So if your 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 whole business, your entire business is to make videos and get paid by ads, um, you have to look into like maybe plan it for one or two years minimum ahead of like in yeah. advance. Like yeah, mm-hmm. okay, I'm I'm starting right now today. Uh, you still have your job or um, however you're you're um, getting money in to to yeah. live normally. Um, so you're starting this and then do not quit your job for the next, I don't know, one or two years. Um, Mm -hmm. and you have to, let's say you reach the point when you're like super, like, um, putting out content on and on, um, you're getting very good views and then ads and so on, some revenue. Yeah. The point when you reach like having a substantial revenue that you can live out of, uh, I recommend to wait at at least six months more like minimum six months before you make any decision mm. because things are changing on and on, like doing videos for like the past three years. I have seen even for one, one year to the other one, there are many, many um, big changes. Can you, so those changes are, can you give yes. us a sense, sorry, of, you don't have to give us specific numbers, but like what percentage maybe increase or decrease you've seen over, you know, a period of time, in the amount of time you've been doing this? Like how Nine, variable is it? 95% decrease. Really? Yes. Wow. So in yes. a lot of ways, you were in the right place at the right time. And I, I wanted <clears throat> to hone in on that because yes, like yes, you but I, leveraged I would, I would, that shorts thing earlier than most. Um, yeah, so so maybe to, to complete my, what I said Sorry. in the beginning, uh, when I started with TikTok, then I was like taking the learnings from TikTok and then uh, YouTube shorts, they jump into the, into the pool trend sure exactly mm-hmm. and i jump right from the beginning when youtube shorts was available i think it only in india in the beginning i jumped in and then i was like po- posting there daily um and it was the same like with instagram reels pinterest um, ideas mm-hmm. and and now facebook reels um i would say you should never focus your revenue on ads on adsense because like mm-hmm. okay on tiktok there was this creator found i think it was called yeah yeah you don't get paid like maybe i was making like i don't know two dollars a week something <laughs> like, that, like it's, for, it's for like 20 yeah. million views like wow that's nothing no yeah um, but it's but the what, quality versus a quantity like 20 million 15 second views is not anything you know the same as yeah, a 10 yeah. minute mm-hmm. long form video right I would say it's the same thing on on YouTube. And now I'm talking specific to YouTube Shorts. Um, You can get also, starting with February this year, you can get some money, not not as much. Don't imagine you're becoming rich overnight with like having (laughs) 1 million, 10 million views and then, oh, I've made it. No. (laughs) Um, So what I recommend instead, um, always keep in mind uh, that what you can make from ads and AdSense in the end it should represent maximum 5% of your revenue, what you can make because of the videos. So uh, let's take Great Andrew number. as an example. Yeah. So you're making videos. Your focus is definitely not to like make money mm-hmm. from ads, uh, but your yeah. focus is to sell products. Um, 
promote your products, promote, promote your services that you're offering um, on, on a side mm -hmm. hustle. I don't know, you're cutting grass or something like that. Promote that. And this <laughs> is how you make money. Usually, um, this is the easiest way how to make money with videos, just promoting your own services or your own products mm -hmm. or someone, mm -hmm. someone else's products by mm -hmm. affiliation or things like that. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Of course, you can get sponsorships and so on and so forth, but never ever focus your revenue based on ad um, um, that, ad money. That's I, and I mean mm -hmm. that might be another one a thing that sounds obvious, but it's like the real power of this is like I said, being in the conversation, being front and center, and that's why that consistency piece you were talking about is so important, yeah. right? Because mm -hmm. yes. the more people see you coming up on their feet, even if it's not. A, a hugely massive, successful millions of views type of thing, that consistency mm -hmm. across platforms and all that stuff and in yep. who you are, what your brand is and stuff like that is going to pay dividends over, over time, way more than yes. you're ever going to get out of advertising. Oh yeah. Yeah. Now, and, and go ahead. Mm -hmm. That's also helpful uh, with your mental health as well, because you're not chasing anymore the number of views. Um, you're like, releasing content and it's it's it matters the quality of the people that which are watching who are watching yeah, yeah, um, and then it's mm -hmm. one thing to get like a viral short video for like getting 10 million views that everybody will watch that mm -hmm. um, versus getting maybe 500 views of people who are actually interested in your product you'll get way mm -hmm. more returns on the second one. And we on call the... that engagement, right? So let's lean exactly. into that a bit because that's in the title of the podcast. <laughs> um, and and uh, I know that our, our mental state is kind of distorted in terms of our value because we think about millions of views historically in the context of probably more long-form content, not this, you know, informational stuff. Yep. So we're like, oh, 2 million views, like, but, but maybe very few comments or very... So the quality mm -hmm. of interaction and the quality of those subscribers and followers even if it's a lower number can have more power because a lot of times these are the people that are advocating for you they're the ones that are regularly showing up um yes. you know it's not about pure numbers it's about quality over quantity a lot of time can you talk a little bit more about engagement and how that factors in yes um yeah the famous uh what do you think of this sprint? Let me know in the comments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I tease you about <laughs> so, it all the time, but I love it. Uh, call to action. Call to action. CTA. CTAs. Yep. This is very common, commonly used. Mm -hmm. So call to action is like basically um, you, you always have to keep in mind you're having a conversation with the other people behind the camera. And then like mm -hmm. try to have a conversation with them, like ask them questions, like ask them to um give you ideas what to let's say 3d print next or what do you want to know about coffee how to make coffee and things like that what what videos should i make next um mm -hmm. you should make this kind of interactions in almost every single video because people interact uh, when they interact with you it yeah. can interaction can be uh, they will give you a like uh, they will add a comment uh, they will make a share yeah. So this interaction, they have like different levels of like um, uh, weight into them for the algorithm. Yep. And then this mm -hmm. is the reason why the algorithm is recommending you to more people or less. And for most videos, when uh, usually it's the same on all platforms for vertical videos these days, um, when you post a video, it's like depending on the number of followers, but let's say you have like zero, you're starting from scratch, you have zero followers Okay. Um, on TikTok, you're posting a video, and then you're doing like one or two hashtags or maybe adding a short description. I want to tell you how I've made this Americano coffee. Um, mm -hmm. And then you put 
a short description and then the algorithm, algorithm knows to share your video to like, the coffee fans. And then it will be displayed in the feed of 100 people okay. in the initial phase. If those people like your video, like click on the video, maybe leave a comment, then the algorithm notices that and it will, it will make the decision, okay, let's recommend to the next level to 500 people, mm -hmm. then to 1,000 okay. people, then to 10,000, 1 million, and so on and so forth. So this is how you see very often in the graphs when you do analytics for the videos, you see these like jumps, then it's stale for some time, then yeah, again, it's jumping. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and this is like, um, I mean, you have to look at that and then also the, the, the retention, what... Jimmy, Mr. Beast is talking about in every single video of how to make great mm -hmm. videos. What's going to happen uh, next? Yeah. 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 Retention of the mm -hmm. audience. Like on most platforms, you, you are able to see like the video, if it's, even if it's like 30 seconds long, you see like people are clicking off like midway through the video. Right. Just watch the video again. Like it's like a few seconds before of that. You most probably have like a dead, dead zone. Like for two seconds, you're not doing anything and I'm not like, okay, give me something else. Because it's a simple swipe for the user. Right. So right. analyzing that, but but be careful. Do not overanalyze every single video all every single time because mm. you'll get mad. Okay, you'll so go crazy. I, I have an idea here. And yeah. one of the fun things I like about talking to Adrian and we goof out on, on some of the social engineering experiments, but it occurred to me a lot of these things uh, like on TikTok, on shorts, it's swipe up to the next thing, right? So mm -hmm. I am thinking as an experiment, I want to put like some really sharp razor blades on the screen, like above that are going to like, <laughs> or fire, right? So people are like, I don't know if I want to run my, you know, finger up there of it, like hypodermic needles hanging down from the ceiling, right? To pe prevent oh my people God. from swipe. What do you think? Is that, a, is that a strategy? No. Yeah, he um, said no. Yes and no. Um, <laughs> but I have to admit, first of all, you have the, the best ideas ever. <laughs> the stupid, the best or the worst. We're not sure. But but what I wanted to get into was some of these little things, these little hacks we do, like your plant or like your like sometimes yeah, you'll do the wrong thing to get people to engage or um, not often. You not can, you, but people will. Yeah, yeah. So so you have uh, you're touching a very interesting point here because um i have a like um i have a huge list of these kind of things that tricks that you can do to get more views but these are not i don't really recommend that for like the like long-term growth of the channel and strategy because you can get some viral videos i mean yeah, yeah, yeah. by I, i've made so far i think 700 videos um and i've learned some of things which are like triggering people and then like getting more views yeah but that's not something what i would recommend for like a the, like a long-term brand because you get these kind of things but in the end you're you're trying to like to sell your own products or tell your own story about how to make the perfect coffee mm -hmm. sure and then people are triggered by leaving like a like a smudge on your screen like intentionally in the <laughs> in the editing or like a small piece of dust or something like that that people want to scratch but it but it amuses mm -hmm. me <laughs> like yeah, yeah. i get I value mean, out of it for other reasons but i'm a little bit course, weird that course. way do that do that yeah. from time to time experience with that but this should sure. not be your like strategy for yeah. the, all the videos no i know 
I know. And I don't do it all the time. But I, I think the the bigger message, at least what I've taken, but like if you're not having fun with it, like it, it, the, this goes back to the hacking it so that it's like you need to be getting value out of it that's non-dollar value. Like you have to be mm-hmm. enjoying mm-hmm. what you do and like, oh, this would be fun if I did this. Sometimes yep. sometimes I'm probably a little too goofy. Like, right, I, I always flirt with that line of professionalism <laughs> and 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 just my personal wackiness. But in a way that's who I am and that like, that's who you're dealing with. And so if yep. people don't mm-hmm. like that, I don't really care, but yeah, of course, maybe of course. I would have more. There's people that are like, you'd probably have more business success if you were less goofy sometimes. I, I don't know. <laughs> I guess it just depends on what it is. Um, you, you should follow your instincts for sure. Like your natural behavior, you should follow that. Yeah. Like, like if you're like a like to to goof around with these videos, do that for all the videos. That's totally fine. Yeah. But um, what I'm what what I was saying, like, n- do not force yourself to do something which you're not comfortable with, just for the sake of catching uh, um, um, running after views. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, the engagement piece is always uh, an interesting one and you run the risk of following falling into the same trap of like oh nobody's commenting anymore or whatever the uh mitch had brought up a, an interesting thing in the chat earlier too where he's saying like oh the algorithm favors attractive people um the, there's a lot of but see you you shake your head because you are a student of the data and stuff like that but let's be honest mm-hmm. i want to talk about this and this this might not land well with everyone but when you look at, how do I say this well? Uh, you know, females that are presenting sexuality <laughs> a little bit more. I mean, sex sells is a thing, mm-hmm. right? Um, th- that 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 can juice engagement and stuff like that. So it gets really easy to fall into that trap of feeling like, hey, just because I don't do mm-hmm. that, it's not fair yep. or whatever. My argument would be attractiveness comes in many forms, whether it's physical, like there are tons of people Mm -hmm. out in our space that are far more sapiosexual, right? Like be attractive by like sharing knowledge and telling a story and being fun Mm -hmm. and lighthearted. Like I think a lot of those things will hold value much longer term because beauty fades over time, as we know, except for we'll always have filters at least, I guess, right? For sure. (laughs) And I I would reply with two things to that. Um, be, really, um, I mean, it's hard for some people, it's hard to understand this, but being attractive um, should not be your focus. Of course, you can have uh, more views, like being more attractive and things like that. But I can tell you for sure, like, especially um, the, the point that you touched previously, like having a more interesting appearance, um, you get more views. Mm-hmm. But I can tell you for sure, I have seen so many um, uh, stats of these kind of videos. You're not selling anything. You're just getting views. So in mm-hmm. the end, what's your what's your strategy with this? You just want to get like attention right. because you can do that. You can yeah, get attention. Some but, people value uh, if that. You, yeah, yeah. If you if you're really mm-hmm. serious, really um, being attractive doesn't matter. Like, look, I have so many like thousands and thousands of people that I was following on on on. YouTube Easy and all for the you other to say tall man, dark features, attract. Come on, <laughs> come on. I, I will wear a mask next time. Yeah, yeah. Um, Do some A/B testing and and put an ugly filter on it, and then I want to see the data and show me. Yeah, and then then mess your I teeth can up. Also speak like this. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's maybe that's better. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I would say 
don't focus on your appearance. Um, and, and this is, uh, it's, I mean, it's, it's hard to explain it in like a very a few minutes because uh, um, I was reading a lot of mm -hmm. psychology. People are, a lot of people are struggling with um, self-confidence because of that. Um, mm -hmm. Just follow people. I would recommend to that, just follow and watch people which are not that attractive, but are successful on the mm -hmm. internet. There are plenty of them, way more than successful and attractive people. So mm -hmm. follow those kind of people, because if you're always like looking to this um, Kardashian style of videos, mm -hmm. let me put it that way, mm -hmm. uh, you're mm -hmm. just in feeding in your brain the, the, the idea that, oh, uh, to be able to get re to reach this number of views, I have to look this, this way, which is mm -hmm. definitely not true. So my recommendation is just simply not look at those kind of videos anymore. Just follow people which are like, I would say, I don't know how to put it this way, like average looking, which are not like super overly whatever in the appearances. Uh -huh. And then follow mm -hmm. those people which are successful and then learn from their journey. Like I have a recommendation, like follow Gary V, Gary Vaynerchuk. So you cannot say like he's like super awesome looking dude. No, but <laughs> his content and advice, it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's what I was saying. Attractiveness comes in, in mm -hmm. different forms. And, exactly. And, and yeah. I, I would say that having your own individuality is important. Mm -hmm. But yeah. yes. don't get hung up on appearances the way that I think. Don't fall into that trap. In this and I know that's easier said than done because, again, a lot of – these things that we focus on socially, like uh, our, you know, numbers, attractiveness, all that stuff, they're the wrong things. I agree. L look at all the people. There are some, and there are a number of ways you can you can share unique perspective. You have experiences that other people don't do. Even these just short forms, like here's what I'm doing. You'd be surprised what people find interest in. Uh, yes. Whether it's knowledge based, I think a lot of people leverage comedy to really great effect. Um, mm -hmm. You know, like and there's there's so many ways. And keep in mind, like um, telling a story, it's much easier for the for the audience to relate to your own style, your own content. So if if you're like background, you're sitting on a couch and it looks familiar to them, it's much more easier to to relate to them mm. than to be in like super fancy studio with point. lights and everything. Yeah, because it it will be perceived as like super polished video, and it's like probably this guy is from a company trying to sell me something, and then they will swipe off. That's a that's a really good mm -hmm. point. So you can go too far the other way as yes. well. So oh, it, needs sure. to, it needs to be relatable. It's like this is somebody I want to uh, support because he's yeah. like the every guy, right, or every yeah. gal. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's a really really good point. So another reason perhaps not to focus too much on the gear and the layout and stuff and just be organic just be yep. mm -hmm. who you are that 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 whole tip of having a conversation with the other person on the other end i mean i'm very big on conversation i love my speaking engagements to be panel based because i want it to be i want ideas there's a lot of stuff i haven't thought of and i want to get value out of it as well mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. thinking about talking to somebody on the other end of a FaceTime is going to make you more relaxed. It's going to make you more add more inflection because you, your excitement comes through in a different way. You're not just reading from a teleprompter and being all stale by going, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, so so I, I think there's a lot of people. I don't know if you've worked with a teleprompter. There's a lot of ways that I think people can kind of fall into some kind of stale traps. Maybe they don't have the personality in the same way. It takes some practice and some coaching and mm -hmm. stuff um i would say 
When you start, I think the easiest is just to have a friend behind the camera and try to have a conversation with him. Um, and, and have a friend who you like, of course. Um, because if you're just focusing on gear and all, then if you're just focusing on the process, you're losing the focus on storytelling right. and the whole idea behind this. Um, and then it's very easy to, for you to, to look like, I don't know, like a robot or something like that. Yeah. Even using a tele, teleprompter. Um, people love to for you to make mistakes because everybody's making mistakes when they speak. Right. So mm -hmm. don't try to seek like the perfect speech, perfect sentence, perfect whatever it is. Like make 15 takes of one single um, um, idea. Don't do that. Just leave the, the natural way of like making mistakes and, and being human in the end because this is what mm. people relate to. It's not like making this super nice Polish video. It's a great tip. It was a great tip. Mm -hmm. Listen, I want to be respectful of your time because I know it's getting later where you are uh, as I well. I still have we've, time if, if we've you gone. Want. Well, I, I just want to check in with you because, like I said, we yeah, we, sure. we can do this all day long, uh, all day <laughs> if we if we were allowed to. Um, but uh, if you've got a few more minutes, like I'd love to get sure. a little bit uh, uh, more in. And Andrew, I know as always, I'm just dominant because I'm like, oh, what about this? What about this? Please, <laughs> no, in. no, no. I'm. I'm absorbing this information. Like this has been amazing and incredible. <laughs> What's interesting to me is because he spent the time doing a lot of this research ahead of time, we haven't talked about mm -hmm. this yet, but I'm hoping we can kind of, I know we bounce all over the place. I want to talk about the name Mars Gizmo and oh, how much yeah. time and energy you put into actually picking that and why can you, can you share some pieces on that for people that are getting started off? Yeah, for sure. Um, I didn't know. I knew it's important to have um, a catchy name, a catchy name which is not to be fancy, but to be easily rememberable. So, so if I'm one thing, it's just um, if people all over the globe in different languages they are pronouncing the 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 name Mars Gizmo or another name. Yeah. If other people which are um, who are listening and hearing the name are they able to uh, typing in on their phones? Or not, so th that's mm. one key factor. Because if you have a name which is, I don't know, very easy, very hard to like um, typing in without like properly mm -hmm. spelling it out, uh, that's a problem. So mm. um, hmm. there are um, there's another factor. There's another factor. For instance, um, your name should be the same everywhere on all social media platforms. Uh, if you're starting from scratch, I highly recommend that. Like, have your name everywhere, including including a domain name. You don't have to start posting everywhere. Just reserve your name everywhere, including mm -hmm. uh, a, a website. Easier name. said than done in this day and age, finding something that yes. Says you can do. Okay. Yes, yes. Um, I've spent, I think, three months finding the name. Uh, because I've spent most of the time researching how to find a, a name and the psychology behind that. Okay. Now it's easy for me to just give some guidelines and just follow these rules and then pick up a name. Yeah. Um, then uh, another aspect, uh, important aspect is the name should be contained of known words, which are okay. easily um, 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 mm -hmm. easily pronounced. Okay. Um, and the words, at least one of the words, should be a geographic, should represent a geographic location. Why? Really? Because, yes. <laughs> Um, because um, how the memory works in our brains, the the geogra geographic location part of the brain it's 
very developed. It's the most developed one on our brains Talk about uh, regarding memory storage. So because of that, take that as an advantage. It's very easy for people to remember a location instead of like remembering a static word. It's way easier to remember a location. You, you just like, walk genius. somewhere and you remember that. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's the reason for that. Andrew, so, have you heard that before? Had you ever heard that tip before? I don't think I've heard that, but I mean, it makes it makes a lot of sense. It makes sense. <laughs> that's that's so, wild. Okay, go ahead. What else? I'm a huge fan of space and space travel. Yeah. One day, I, mm -hmm. I really hope I will travel to Mars. So I was choosing Mars as the planet. Okay. So for me, it was like, okay, Mars, it's everybody knows Mars, Everyone the planet. Mars. Some, some people know Mars, the candy bar. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Different story. Still fine. Mm -hmm. um, so they know the planet. And then I wanted to have something like, because my electronics background, like a, a gizmo, some gadget, something like that. Yeah. And Mars gizmo was the one which was available everywhere. So this is, the this is why I chose Mars gizmo. Mm. That that's I mean, awesome. Yeah, it's it's really interesting that you you kind of go into the the whole science behind you know coming up with a name. I mean, you know, for us, we you know we're told like, oh yeah, Gloop is is one of those like catchy names. It's easy to remember because it's kind of fun. It's that onomatopoeia, if you will, of, yeah. of actually using yeah. the product yeah. as well. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> yeah exactly you know so but mm -hmm. that's I, i've never heard the the tip of uh of using the you know a location or geographic base um but it does it does make a lot of sense i love this <laughs> you need a you need a location on 3d gloop yeah. oh yeah. i don't know about that <laughs> <laughs> i i on the other hand have the worst name it's like i've got no place and nobody knows how to spell it right so it's like i really should have thought harder about i thought it would be like kind of more, it sounds like ripcord, but I, I'll have people spell it that way. I can't tell you how many times people have tagged the wrong spelling of me, and I've probably missed a ton of engagement as a result of that. R-E-P-C-O-R-D. Also, mm -hmm. apparently Instagram wants to spell, when I say ripcord, when it's transcribing uh, captions, it spells it that way. So I'm like, man, I really, really missed the boat there. <laughs> well, you also did the weird thing with the three and the E thing, right? Oh, yeah. You know, Which is just a stylistic. Well, I don't know if a lot of people see the 3D in our, you know, rep court. Yeah, it, it's a mess. Yeah. It's a hot mess, which encapsulates me to a T. A hot mess. Um, That's really interesting, Adrian. Okay, so that's how you you spent a long time just trying to find a name. I mean, like, you're, mm -hmm. you're really in this for the long haul. I, I was helping, uh, since then, I was helping um, other creators. Um, choose their own names. Um, and it's, it's of course, a much faster process because I'm explaining the reasons behind, like the logic behind, and then it's much more clear for them than just focus on five things. Um, and then it's much easier for them, like within one week, usually to find a good name. And this is, this is like the psychology behind like how to store uh, using a geographic location. It's basically when you read these like top selling books of how to memorize better, anything how to be better in school mm -hmm. like memorization and things like that yeah it's focused it, it's based on that logic yeah that's really that's mm. really interesting and i hadn't considered this is where the that psychology that social engineering and hacking okay what yeah. other what other tips do you have is what are the little social engineering tricks and tips have you done maybe with like your your backgrounds or your 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 layout like talk about that because you have a yeah. very unique clean uh, uh shooting environment Oh, go ahead. That's exactly a, a great point. Um, simple, uh, you know, the, the saying like, less is more. Less is Try more. to Minimalist. have a super minimalist design. 
um, of your studio, of your shooting. Um, get rid of like RGB lights. Uh, everybody is like, oh, I need this RGB oh, yeah, light. That, I need that, this RGB thing. That and that light in the yeah. background <laughs> that everybody's doing. Start, yeah. yeah, start from scratch. Start mm -hmm. with something clean. Okay. The most important um, thing to remember is that you have to, you have the option with every single video to focus the audience attention somewhere. So the audience attention is like a, a like like your like a, the size of your thumb, <laughs> or like your fingernail of your thumb. If you yeah, just like, is. yeah, holding it like that. Yeah. So of course the phone is closer. So you you actually your attention on on your phone screen is like maybe half an inch, something like that, like a circle of half an inch. So you have to you have the option to focus audience the viewers attention somewhere on the screen, and that usually should be yourself if you're filming yourself or if you're like shooting like a product should be the product like the center mm -hmm. if you're adding a lot of crazy lights which are bouncing with different colors and so on you will just get their attention into the light onto the lights and not to the actual content that you want to show so have a super easy and clean setup it's it's usually also the the cheapest way to do that you know you're taking some of the best teachings i ever had in the gra and i was never a graphic designer but you know we always talk uh, graphic design a lot of times one of the messages is you know white space like I, make sure you have white space and you're applying white I, space. I did that a bit yeah, yeah. okay so you past. know and I, I always like to say like when when everything is bold nothing is bold right like we have this weird exactly. tendency mm -hmm. especially when you're dealing with customers as a designer everybody's like can we make this pop more let's make this bigger bolder and before you know it it's very loud and noisy and you're taking away that ability to like really send a concise message. I love the idea that you give of like you have the ability to redirect focus when you have a clear canvas, right? Yes. And it comes mm -hmm. down to that 15 seconds or 30 seconds. Like that's got to be more critical with short form video because you have a limited amount of time and attention to even work with. So if you want to like really get them to look at something, the cleaner the background is, the better off you'll be. Perhaps? You have one second. Yes, you have one second in the initial. So um, just to make a reference. So you have like the normal long form YouTube videos. Yeah. 15 minutes mm -hmm. long and so on. Yeah. You have the uh, thumbnail. Yeah. Which is like the, the first thing that makes you click. Mm -hmm. Right. Here on, on vertical videos, you have the first second. I would say first half a second. So that, that's extremely important. Like the first half a second, first second has to be something intriguing. It has to be something that makes people continue watching. Mm -hmm. So you you either like, you have to touch the values of the viewers by like asking a question or by doing something totally unexpected. Um, yeah, that's, so my, that's my jam. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fire! <laughs> <laughs> 10 million views, boom. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Uh, um, I love it. Yeah. So, so, and then, and then you have to learn, um, video by video. You will not be great at it in the beginning. I, I was also not good at it. Um, you have to, um, you learn how to be more, to speak more fluently, not to have like gaps or you can have gaps. Mm -hmm. It's not a problem, but just like you're asking a question, you can leave a like two second gap to, for the people to think about. Oh, that's not a problem for me. Else. My problem is the yeah. opposite. Mm -hmm. I need to slow down because I try to jam <laughs> on talking too fast and you know, like that, that's, I would say follow that because that's your natural, natural way of speaking. I would recommend that because it's actually has, um, also a lot of benefits of speaking pretty fast Yeah, because you're not letting the audience uh, getting bored. 
Yeah. Even uh, if you're like yeah. talking about the subject which is which is not that interesting. It's also fun seeing what the auto captions end up doing with it. It just blurs everything all together. <laughs> it doesn't know what to do with me <laughs> half the time. Yeah. Yeah. Um so having a simple simple design then uh, the point that you also touch like having a contrast. Um mm -hmm. play with contrast. So you see my background is like Dark, dark gray, darker. something like that. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Most people have like white background. Right, it's totally right, fine. Right. Just move away a bit further away if it's possible. Use a simple IKEA light, which is like five bucks, something like that, like this globe paper light. Yeah. Put it on mm -hmm. one side, and that's it for your phone. And that's it. That's your like beginning. You don't need anything else. I need to look very good. What about my key light? What about my other? You know, I got. No, I need no. all the lighting, mm -hmm. and then I need uh, the boom mic operator. No, none of that. Okay. Mm -hmm. No. 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 Um, what? What? What's? Um, what would be useful to focus on, like regarding gear? It's to have a slightly better mic. But but, this is not for the beginning. Mm -hmm. When you start, you use your phone. Um, most of the phones, even old ones, they have great audio. Just sit in a place, ideally in a room which is like maybe a smaller room, not to have like this echoey everywhere. Okay. Just use your phone. Later on, if you really want to invest in something, get like a, a simple mic that you plug in in your phone. Um, it, it should not be like more than like 50 bucks. You can like even get mm -hmm. like a 10 bucks ten bucks microphone and then it will sound way better. If it's much closer to you you can let you can get like a left mic with this like cable which is like 10 bucks like the cheapest one yeah. put it on your chest and yeah. it will sound way better so mm. you you clued me into this and I'll, I'll tell you like it does make a big difference to me well so first of all having a controlled environment right so at mm. least knowing that you're not going to have like ambient noise people walking around talking around like stuff like that because the phone's mic, while it's good, uh, is also designed to try to encapsulate as much of whatever it's picking up. So yes. in certain environments, it can be great. But I will say that when you clued me into like just the, that little road mic where it's a little bit more uh, directional, focused, a little more mm -hmm. focused. And again, I'm still only this far away, but I don't pick up nearly as much of the echo and the ambient noise and stuff like that. And I got... What I ended up doing was I found the old version of the Rode Mic Mobile that actually still uses the the mini jack instead of the yeah. Lightning. Yeah. And you can get them on super steel deal and just get a little cheap $3 adapter for it. Yeah. yeah. Came up with a good mount. Mm -hmm. You, I mean, it, yeah. and it, it made a lot of difference on the audio. I, I've played with labs and stuff, but then you got to worry about batteries. I mean, there are there are expense, more expensive, like DJI makes yes. a great system and stuff like that. You can get there. But I think yeah, if you're yeah. just trying to start off and get started, like you mm -hmm. can do it on the cheap and still, you know, we hear this message over and over, but audio is yes. like where people are like, focus on that. So you sound tolerable, o right? Audio is all, has always priority over video. So if I'm just speaking from here, it's not that, it's not that intriguing if I'm speaking very close mm -hmm. to the mic. Yeah. It's a totally mm -hmm. different experience. Well, so that's mics why like audio this is very important. so much more warm. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and um, one thing, so once you start, um, the focus should be like, only use your phone, make some videos. Um, if you're not getting views, change your style. So you have to experience with a lot of different kinds of styles. Uh, it's not like, because many people are like, okay, let's make a video. Oh, I've made uh, 10 videos and I'm, I'm getting like 10 views per video. That, it's fine. It's perfect. It's a start. Just try to mm -hmm. add up new things in your style. Maybe take out the dead zones like ums and ahs and mm -hmm. things like that. Mm -hmm. 
and and learn first how to take be uh, tell better stories so that's that's the first focus later yeah. on when you're yeah. like picking up the pace getting views and, and engagement from the audience, then you can focus on gear. But keep in mind, this is like a double-edged sword, focusing right. on gear. Right. I've been mm -hmm. there, done that, like most of us. Uh, yeah. It's very easy to spend money on gear. Yes. And then the I, I have one single rule when I'm buying gear or investing in, in some gear. Mm. Um, it should not, it should simplify. I will only invest in a gear if it will simplify my process. Simplify it's, your if it's, yeah. if it's complicated, if it's adding an extra step in my filming uh, process, right? I'm not buying that. Right. Can be the best gear mm. on the planet. Doesn't matter. So the gear should be there to simplify a process. That's the focus. Yeah. Because I, I I've started with like cameras, and then I was like having these external recorders and external like preamps for mics and so on and so forth. In the end, I ended up. I was going back and forth, and I ended up having like a simple camera, the mic directly connected to the camera records directly into the camera mm -hmm. just press one button done right. i have the recording mm -hmm. nothing else i i have to echo that <clears throat> as a business owner in such a big way that mm -hmm. is one of the things that has really allowed me to to get started in doing this because workflow and the time it takes is everything. So my process, you know, originally that's why I was playing with lav mic. Cause I'm like, Oh cool. Then I can like put the thing on a tripod. I can move around. It doesn't affect the audio in the same way. But the problem was, was it was more gear. I had the receiver. I had the other end. I had to make sure there were batteries. It felt more mm -hmm. like I couldn't just pull out my phone and record something. I had to pull out my phone, put it on thing, connect all the wires, all this stuff. And before I know it, I'm like, I don't want to deal with all that right now. I was talking exactly. myself out of it. Yeah. The, the other thing was, I, I'm I'm life hacking myself, so it's like I'll record the content of what I'm doing, knowing that I don't need to worry about editing right away. And then when I go to the gym later and I'm just walking on the treadmill, I can actually edit a short video while I'm walking on the treadmill. Exactly. And so I've got a little workflow thing that just kind of fits into my life. Uh, mm -hmm. Otherwise, like so, find ways to make it go with the flow in your life, not feel like it's more to do. Right? Yeah. Exactly. And. Um, speaking of short form content, um, usually it just takes like one, should take one or two minutes to shoot like a half a minute video or something like that on one minute, ideally one take, but in the beginning you will have like two or three takes and so on. You got to delete mm -hmm. the 15 takes, yeah. but yeah, but it's way better than so, having to download to the computer and do all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. Um, the other aspect is use only your phone to edit the videos. Which use I the, I think CapCut. I mean, it's I use by in I use InShot and I love it. I know a lot of people use CapCut too. that one, yeah, yeah. it's mm -hmm. also great. Yeah. It's also great. So yeah. uh, you, they are, these are free tools, like yeah. at least CapCut. Um, InShot has um, a free as well. I paid the yeah, $30 yeah. lifetime just unlock, which was, yeah. I also like, I don't want a monthly subscription, but anyway. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. but also CapCut is like completely free. You don't have mm -hmm. to pay for anything. And it, it's like, has everything what you need, like even more than that. You only need in the mm. beginning, like, jump cuts like simple take this piece this you start with this one then the other one and so on and so forth and mm -hmm. then this is the video love jump cuts so many jump cuts i'm just saying that to trigger david i know it's, <laughs> he hates jump cuts um but you know maybe in this format it's like a, it's a different thing too i mean we're not trying to do like pro pro production here it's like hey yeah, you've only yeah. got a couple seconds to tell the story yeah exactly yeah exactly yeah um and and what do you have to so th this was regarding the gear but i also recommend to Always keep in mind because it's very easy to overshoot, like we mentioned previously. Right. Like mm -hmm. try to focus on what you want to say. Um, if you're if you want to record like a long video, um, 
try to sketch up like five topics, three to five topics that you want to touch in the video and write it, write them on the list and keep the list there just to remind yourself. Um, because if you're staying, if you're doing like free form without experience, it's very hard to conceive like a, a nice video in without, I don't know, shooting for one hour or something that, like that. that that was the other tip that you gave me that made all the difference. And I didn't think it would because I'm more of a, I mean, I do a lot of live streaming. I'm more of a shoot from the hip kind of guy. Like I like that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to even just this short form storytelling and stuff, I will stumble on exactly what I want to say when I'm trying to do it all at once. I mean, and I, I, I'll get good takes. But again, to go with the workflow, I would, again, I just find like while I'm on the treadmill, I like, I like things where I can achieve multiple things at the yes. same time. So yeah. walking yeah. on the treadmill, I'll just jot down the bullet points of like what I want to talk about. Then I'll go film it the next time I'm back. And it just, I'm not taking any extra time. Yes. Um, so. Um, um, I would say maybe to close this topic, it's um, if you ever, because you will, you will end up doing this for sure. Uh, if you're like overshooting, right. You will do this. Definitely. Yeah. When you're feeling like, okay, I was filming yesterday a video and then I wanted to make like a one minute video and then I was like shooting for like 20 minutes. Yep. I have footage for like 20 minutes. My recommendation is delete all the footage yeah. and start from scratch once again, if it's possible. Yeah. Most most of the time it's mm. possible. You can review the footage if you want to learn the, what you want to do differently, but reshoot it because mm -hmm. it will take you way less time to reshoot a, like a two minute so instead of like going through this exactly 20 minute editing. Mm. And well, and it feels less fluid when you're constantly jump cutting between because you're trying to like piece together all the words. Yeah. Uh, at some point it exactly. looks like a hostage magazine article with just a bunch of chopped words put together, <laughs> but in video form. Um, uh, that's such a good, such a good tip. I, I, mm -hmm. I agree with you. The other thing I might add to that that's worked well for me and maybe it's done different is I fell into this problem where I was like, I was recording what I was saying and then I would go to a different room to like show the 3D printer and then the audio would sound a little bit different. I will record the entire message through in one place and you might disagree with this, but then I'll just, I'll just overlay B-roll on the main audio track mm -hmm. Uh, and it doesn't work for everything because sometimes you need some of that background audio and stuff. But what it, what it, what are your tips for that? Uh, that's a very good advice, but not as a beginner, not in the beginning. Okay, okay. So I'm also doing that, but do, do not focus on that in the beginning because you'll be, uh, you'll you'll while making the video, you'll start focusing on so many other things than the storytelling, which is the most important. Hmm. So it's like like the first time you, when you try to learn how to drive the car. Right. It's like you have no idea where to focus or on what to focus on. And you're like super sweaty and, and in the end, you're not mm -hmm. doing a great job. Right. So <laughs> once you learn how to drive, you know, okay, I have to focus on this, on the traffic signs and like on the road in front of me. And then it's more, you have time to be more relaxed and even have a conversation with someone in the car. Sure, sure. So it's, it's, it's kind of similar approach. Like when you start, try not to have any kind of, distractions try to have the, the process as simple as possible grant mentions voiceovers and i've played with that but i've never liked that as much because i like i said i i look at the storytelling as the script so if i write the script out and then i do a shot of me doing the entire audio like i think about the audio as the story mm -hmm. and then i'm laying visual mm. over but the problem with yep. voiceovers is because i want myself to be in the shot a lot of the time I, if I want my lips to match what's saying, like I need to have different 
So you can do you can do voiceovers for B roll, but yes. like the mm-hmm. shot where you're in the shot, you have to do that live, and then you have mm-hmm. that disconnect mm-hmm. of the audio potentially. So when you get yeah. better with pro audio, that's not as big of a deal. Yeah. I don't know. It feels um, like more work to me though. Yeah, I, I would say um, there there are many directions what where you can go. So you can have voiceovers on all your videos. It's totally fine. But keep in mind, this will uh, add a bit more in the, the in whole the process of making a video. Yep. Because you have to take the video, you have to watch the video, you have to think about oh, what I'm, I'm going to say now as a voiceover. You still have to do cuts in the video, mm-hmm. with the voiceover, and then that takes way more time than just shooting the video. Okay. The second point that you touch, yep. um, to film yourself, Many most people are not comfortable filming this filming themselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I love looking at myself. So yeah, we know that. <laughs> <laughs> um, what are why I recommend to film yourself, uh, even if you don't feel like you're the you're super attractive or uh, it it's really it doesn't matter how you look. Yeah, it's your personality and what you speak, what you're saying. Mm. Um, Mm. Filming yourself, you will have a way much higher chance to engage with the audience, to connect with the audience, because they will relate to you and they will perceive it. Ideally, they should perceive you as like having a conversation with them. Right. Um, If you're just filming an object, um, I was starting filming objects, but I I never had a problem filming myself. I just wanted to learn this process of filming objects. it's it's if if your like strategy of making videos is for you to be in front of the camera, start with that. That's that's definitely start with that. It doesn't matter how you look. It doesn't matter what gear you have. Uh, it matters to tell stories to learn how to do that. So uh, mm-hmm. storytelling number one. Um, yeah. Asylum Life has a question for you on the topic uh, subject. Uh, when creating your story, how do you decide what you consider? superfluous or extra uh they have a tendency to over explain i do too i think we all have this problem Mm -hmm. yeah yeah how do you decide what hits the cutting room floor um try to imagine you're explaining um you either take the elevator approach elevator um, like you have have 30 seconds to tell the, the whole story yep until you arrive to the destination or you take the approach of like trying to explain something complicated to a kid like mm. three or three four year old kid right um you, you cannot go into like extreme technical details because you lose the the, the kid you have you have to use like simple words like yeah. Uh, yeah. also try not to be fancy with wording like superfluous that's usually very it's it's very boring for yeah. most people yeah i mean mm. it's interesting it's like has a different class to it, the video, but don't do that in the beginning. Uh, that's because a good it's tip. a totally different style. Well, and another um, another good reason to script ahead of time because if you think about what you're going to mm-hmm. say ahead of time and you mm-hmm. know the time frame that you can work within, you can very clearly start to see how much you know that you've got maybe what a few sentences, a paragraph at most mm-hmm. if you're just t- yeah. talking the whole time. So you can see it in front of you ahead of time. That's really going to yeah. help you refine it. What will actually, what will like help you a lot? I would say just focus on making these short videos for TikTok. Even if your your plan is to make like long form video uh, content, mm-hmm. um, shoot these on TikTok. You have now you can post up to like ten minutes or half an hour or something like that. But the focus on making videos like up to like thirty seconds. That's it, because this will force you to think in a different way, and this will uh, teach you how to 
get rid of all these like superfluous uh, wording that mm -hmm. you have. Yeah. Um, um, I think an interesting point, uh, something to consider, guys, is that this this type of content, it's also okay for this to not be for everyone. So what I mean yeah. by that yeah. is there are... Um, so Joel, for example, uh, in, in a lot of his long form, takes a lot of criticism because he doesn't dive deep. So people are t talking on the content that uh, we as mm. makers love to geek out and go deep, right? And Joel intentionally is not, he, he doesn't brand himself as like the technical guy. Like, yes, he is a nerd and yes, he has those capabilities, but he is far more interested in the storytelling, in emotion, in positivity. Mm -hmm. and, and, and that is kind of his whole thing in a nutshell there are plenty of of people that go deeper the you know the tom sad ladder is the angus sometimes maker mm -hmm. you know and and that's okay um mm -hmm. and of course every you know you're gonna take commentary flack like oh this is so surface level or whatever who cares about those people right same thing you're doing short form you're probably gonna take some criticism like this is a waste of time i have learned nothing from this 30 seconds like great <laughs> i go who cares that, I, like that's a plus that's a big plus because you got just got engagement Right. That's helping you. Right. Right. All, so it's it's the Howard Stern effect, right? It's like all engagement is good engagement, right? Yes, no matter yes, what. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, that, that, that's actually true. And it's a, it's a, following to what you just said. Yeah. It's a very important topic because it's people will get bad comments or negative comments. Yeah. Um, you should consider them like to be something positive because every negative comment, it will like um trigger other people which are following you would like to interact with, with white, that person white knighting yes yeah <laughs> you will get way more engagement yeah um so it's it's and and also of course easy to say um but um you should never focus your overall success video success on the number of views or the comments that you, you're getting yeah focus on the comments which are positive you will all it's normal to get negative comments but those people, they don't have anything personal with you. They they usually, unfortunately, have some struggles in their lives most often. And then they're just leaning out like... Or they're a bot. On, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Or yeah, a bot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But I, I know exactly what you mean. And that's a, that's a much easier thing said than done because we talk about the mental health aspect of it. The, the, mm -hmm. it's, it's already a struggle for a lot of people. And then to take a bad comment and the way that can make you feel on any given day is yeah. rough. Even if it is positive for your engagement and stuff, yeah. nobody wants criticism. But mm -hmm. you have to learn to insulate, laugh, you know, whatever, and let it roll off your back. And again, that's just something that comes with time and practice and just like, okay, cool. You know, yeah, and before, because we, we we touched so many topics, and I can imagine if someone is listening to 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 this episode, they will be like probably overwhelmed <laughs> of There's things that they have to I focus know. on. I know. So I would say to that, um, start very simple, as simple as possible. Just use your phone. Just speak like you're speaking with a friend. That's it. Do not focus on anything else. Start very slow because the process of learning new mm -hmm. skills and how to tell better stories is just by posting videos, actually. It's not like studying. Studying is just mm -hmm. like, okay, I have an idea of the direction I want to go. Right. But you have but you don't know, you don't have the experience. So the experience is actually the one which helps you to, to make videos. So and you're only getting experience by posting videos. A hundred percent. And I'm glad you brought us full circle because mm -hmm. we say this all the time. It's all about data collection like and i know not not everybody yeah. geeks out on data but it's like 
that experiential thing in your business life is is so much more valuable than most other things like the those analytics the that trend like for you to be able to look at your sales data or anything and look back mm-hmm. and say i can make more informed decisions now i am yeah. more practiced that experience builds the value of your brand more than most anything else that you can do and i think we discount that a lot of the time as yes. makers. So mm-hmm. getting experience under your belt, whether it's for content creation or, you know, sales data or any of that stuff is really important. Yes. I have mm-hmm. a gold nugget for the business owners. Let's hear it. Um, <clears throat> coming directly from Gary V himself. Okay. And I highly recommend this. I've, I've tested it works like it's, it's mind blowing how well it works. Okay. M- make content. Yep. Uh, Post that like simple content, like regular, like casual content, nothing mm-hmm. fancy. Yeah. Uh, post that on TikTok, like short form content on TikTok. Okay. Post that mm-hmm. every single day if possible. Um, then look once a week, once every two weeks. The ones which are getting more views or if you're getting a viral video, take that one and run ads on that video. You can like make small changes. Of course, if you don't have call to action or something like that, add a call to action at the end, use that video, the exact same video, use that because it's proven that it's, Mm. it's viral. Use Mm. that run on Facebook ads, (laughs) run ads on it. It Okay. Blow your mind. Yeah. So actually use that and monetize it in a measurable way. Like, of course we have all these tools Mm -hmm. now. I I was, I was speaking with many uh, business owners and they were like, very often the approach is like, okay, uh, let's hire a person or let's hire a team. Let's make like these nice fancy videos. They prepare mm-hmm. for like two months up front to make one single video. Let's make this video and then it's not performing. And then what they do, what are they doing? They're like running ads on that video and it, it's guaranteed that mm-hmm. it will not perform well. So instead of that, mm-hmm. just post content over content over content, uh, try to change your style completely from one video to the other if possible. And if you feel like feel comfortable doing that. And then mm-hmm. just look at the stats, look at the views. Okay, this one was viral. This was well, maybe sem- semi-viral. Get those videos and run ads on those videos. And it will get your returns like 10 times, 10 fold in 10 fold. Then. All right, we're going we're gonna to do a real world case study on this because every time I post videos of the, our belt printers running, especially when they're hung on the wall, they, they like mm-hmm. everyone's like, what? You can't do that. You can't hang up the 3D printer on the wall or on the ceiling or whatever. Like yeah. that yeah. works so well. I'm just going to take one of those videos that has done really well and then I'll add video and we'll, we'll report what the results are. I love it. <laughs> add, take that yeah. video and add at the end or during the you video, know, add the get your wall mount kit. Yeah. For your report.com yeah. or something like that for details or whatever call yeah. to action there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. And run run ads on that. And I recommend to run ads on Facebook and uh TikTok as well. Hmm. But focus on Facebook. Facebook is still like the, the big the big, big boy one, huh? of mm. ads. Interesting. Well, listen, my friend, we have taken up way more of your time than we should. We did a solid 90 and then some on this was one. was my pleasure. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's, you just, you, you gave us nugget after nugget. And I, I'm glad yeah. that we're at least putting this in the bank because at some point we need to chop up some of this stuff and put it into some, <laughs> some better digestible chunks than having to sit through an entire 90 minute podcast. But, and I have to say, we're hmm. just scratching the surface. I know. So tell, oh. tell people, <laughs> Uh, where they can go to find more and to stay tuned for more of these nuggets if they like them uh, in the future. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So 
on all social media platforms, I'm under Mars Gizmo. Mm -hmm. Same name everywhere. Um, for the people with, who are interested to learn more, and then, um, as I was mentioning in the beginning, this, I will release some courses, how to film this and everything what we are discussing about. Um, I think the, the best way, I will announce it everywhere for sure. So you can simply follow me anywhere on your favorite platform or just go to my website if you're like a mailing list person. Just go to my website, marsgizmo.com and you will find there on the main page, like subscription list, enter an email there and you'll be notified. I'm going right now. Uh, awesome. Thank you so much, Adrian, for your time. Always a pleasure, my friend. Uh, look forward to it. We'll have to have you back and do another one of these at some point because there's just for so sure. much, so much good, tasty meat on this bone. <laughs> uh, you guys, if you've hung with us this far, thank you so much for staying with us. Uh, as always, uh, looking forward to yet another exciting one. I will tease right now. Uh, next week's <laughs> is going to be another awesome one. We've got uh, Sean Charlesworth from Charlesworth Dynamics uh, coming on talking about his um, – so he he's a contributor for Tested, but also he has some product that he sells doing uh, the kits for the ghost traps for uh, Ghostbusters mm -hmm. and very, very good quality and fun stuff. So I know there's a big community, sub-community of makers that do all the uh, proton packs and stuff like that. And so he's going to talk about what he's learned kind of going into that and launching product uh, on that side. So that's going to be another awesome one. So stay tuned for that. We'll talk about, we'll tease that more coming up. Uh, sounds very exciting episode until then guys mm -hmm. everybody enjoy your weekend thank you for being with us and we will catch you uh, next time on the next maker that money bye 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 See ya.